Welcome to the Friday Night Clive podcast with me, Clive Payne. In this podcast, we look back at the amazing charities, organisations and people we have chatted to over the past few months, all of whom have interesting and important stories to tell. Now, did you know that there are colleges that support people's recovery from mental health difficulties? Well, I didn't know this. This is something I will freely admit I didn't know until we started our research. Now, the help is offered by people with professional expertise and, importantly, from people who have experienced mental health issues. To tell me more, I'm joined by Leanne Howe, who's the Deputy Recovery College Principal for the Black Country, and she's on the line now. Good evening, Leanne. Good evening, Clive. Thank you ever so much for your time this evening. First of all... For those of us that are slightly unfamiliar, tell me about the Recovery College. Yeah, so we're a community service offering mental health recovery through an educational model. So we provide courses that are free to everybody over the age of 18 with an interest in or experience of mental health. And from April, we'll be across Warsaw, Wolverhampton, Sunwell and Dudley. Um, recovery colleges themselves have been around for about the last 11 years and there's currently 85 or so across the UK all run by different organisations. Our college has been open since 2016 and, and we're soon, as I said, going to be covering the Black Country and we're part of Black Country Healthcare NHS Foundation Trust. I'm with you. So where are you based presently then? So we're currently based in uh, Sandwell and Wolverhampton and from the 1st of April we'll be live across San, uh, Dudley and Warsaw and with as you. well. So I mean, you mentioned the NHS, tell me about the connection to the Trust. Uh, so we're a service within the Black Country Healthcare Foundation Trust. Um, we are part of the services offered by uh, this Trust and, and we're a mental health and learning disability trust. So who do you aim the courses at? So our, our inclusivity is at the heart of everything that we do in the college. We welcome everybody with kindness and compassion and everybody's valued for their uniqueness. Some of the reasons that people come to the college and enrol with us are to make connections with others and build their social networks, um, make steps towards employment or further education. Some people come to learn about themselves and explore their own talents and strengths. And we do that wherever the person is at. Um, people can come and enrol with us and the aim is that we help people build a life beyond any services. Could I come to you directly or would I need an NHS referral? No, so we, we, um, we work on an enrolment basis so it, it's right. really anybody who's over the age of 18 who would like to enrol with the college can just fill in a form with us. Um, you can do that either by going to our website which is at www.com therecoverycollege.co.uk or giving us a call and one of our friendly admin team will, will help you answer any of your questions and, and send out an enrolment pack and you can get us on 0121 543 4061 OK, we'll revisit those numbers at the end, that's super mm -hmm. um, Tell me about the ethos of the college then Yeah, so our ethos is a journey through learning together we're about nurturing safe spaces and celebrating people's strengths and talents to help them build a life worth living. So we, we aim to plant hope and optimism and support people to reach their goals and find opportunities that they might have been denied throughout their life for a variety of reasons. Um, everything that we do is co-produced and co-delivered with people with lived experience. And the framework that we use to achieve that is called time. Right. So do you empower people to take positive steps themselves? 
Absolutely, yeah. That that's that's everything that we're about, and that that's actually a part of the model time itself. And the courses that you offer, um, walk me through some examples of those. Sure. So we've got courses covering a, a variety of different pathways: uh, mental health, employment, and volunteering, um, the arts, life skills, well-being, and connections to lifelong learning. So we've got um, some courses that help you explore getting back into work or being ready or staying well whilst you're at work mm-hmm. um sometimes along people's mental health journeys they they kind of lose touch with parts of themselves or they want to rediscover parts of themselves and the arts courses that we have are a great way to do that what impact has the pandemic had not only on the way in which you deliver these courses but the experiences that people have brought to you as part of their enrollment Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's had an impact on us in that we've we've discovered a whole new um, side of delivery in the way that we deliver the courses. So we're currently delivering the majority of what we do online, um, and that's opened us up to a, a totally new group of people who have told us that they couldn't have accessed us when we were solely face to face. Good. Well, I mean that that's that's a positive step in itself. Um, and I mean, yeah. I, I guess that the, the the people that that you've helped during this time, um, this has addressed, you know, as you say, their mental health issues, anxiety, things that have been brought on by the pandemic, um, which you know, which hasn't been good for anybody, obviously. Absolutely, and I think one of the things that um, the college does really well is is connects people. And I know throughout the pandemic that um, you know people were isolated, and that's one of the things our students have told us that that they've really felt a sense of connection and community by it coming to the college. Do the courses that you offer result in uh, formal qualifications? I know a lot of these seem to be life experience and coaching and empowerment, but uh, are mm-hmm. there any that, that result in a qualification? So we don't offer accredited courses. Um, we're more of a stepping stone for people wanting to go on to higher education mm-hmm. or to build their confidence and ability to take steps towards further learning. Um, we do have English and Maths course, and that's about um, some people uh, attend those courses because they want to sort of rebuild their relationship to learning that they've perhaps not had um, such a positive start before mm. with. And, and I, I take it these courses, uh, do, they, do, they, do you have to charge for these or are they available free? They're absolutely free. So how are you yeah. funded then? Is it, is it, again, through the NHS or, or are you funded separately? It is, yeah. We're funded um, via our CCG through our commissioning mm-hmm. groups through, through our trust. Yeah. Right. And I guess we don't need any formal qualifications um, to attend the college, really. As you say, if it's a case of a, of a course that, that matches what we, we want to do uh, or that's going to give us those life experiences that, that you talk about, um, then I'm assuming that the, no, there aren't any formal qualifications needed. Absolutely. Um, we value everything that people bring to the table and um, their experiences is what they need to get started. And I guess your staff deliver these courses with a great deal of passion. And I guess they have experiences with mental health challenges as well. They do. Um, we've got a variety of staff at the college and part of our recruitment criteria is people have lived experience within their life of mental health challenges. We're a non-clinical team and what that means is we don't diagnose or offer therapy but our backgrounds are a mixture of experience in social care, mental health and educational backgrounds. Um, our staff and volunteers bring their lived experience and passion to enhance everything that we deliver.
And of course, you take on volunteers as well. And I, so many organisations would be lost without their volunteers. But tell me uh, how many volunteers you have and the kind of things that they do. Um, so at the moment, we've, we've got um, a variety of, of roles that are happening across the college. I think we've currently got around 13 volunteers um, and they work together with professionals within the team to co-produce and co-deliver our courses. Um, and, uh, and they do those roles. So they, they might deliver a course. They might help us to design the course. They might help us to do both. And then we've got other roles across the college um, designing parts of the service and processes as well and helping us to evaluate everything. And how do you train and support your volunteers? Uh, we've got a robust induction process that we go through with all of our volunteers. Uh, we um, have staff within the college who are mental health first aid trained, so that's something that all of our volunteers become mental health first aiders, um, as well as all of our staff as well. And I, am I right in suggesting that you could probably use more volunteers? Absolutely, yeah, we're always on the lookout for volunteers and as we move into um, Dudley and Warsaw, we'll be looking for people who represent that community as well to come and volunteer with us. What do you look but for? But we'd be lost without our volunteers. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what do yeah. you look for in an, in an ideal candidate? Um, a lot of uh, volunteers who come to us have... have experienced the service so they've been students within the college and they've so they've really got an understanding of what we do and their aim and, and goals are around giving back and they want to use their own lived experience and how they've come through recovery and gotten to that place where they're ready to give back how do you um support people where english isn't their first language um, we have a, a number of ways throughout the Trust that, that we support people with additional needs. Um, we access, we're very lucky within Black Country Healthcare that we have expertise within the Trust that can support us to, to do that as well as um, accessing translators. And um, the connections that we have with our community partners really help us. Excellent. Now tell me about CHIME. I thought I'll throw this acronym at you, the CHIME acronym. Tell yeah. me all about that. What's that? Absolutely. So CHIME is a framework for personal recovery and it's, it's an acronym that stands for um, connectedness, hope, identity beyond any illness, meaning and purpose and empowerment. And uh, what's found in research, it's those things, those are the ingredients that makes up for a personal recovery and mental health. And those are the things that are threaded throughout our courses. So all of our courses will be mapped time um, in order to help people get the best out of their recovery. What feedback and response have you had from the people that you have helped? We, we're very lucky in that we, we have a lot of um, feedback from our students and, and that really ranges um, in lots of different ways really. We've had people sort of tell us that they've learned a great way of expressing their creativity um, the recovery college has helped them to get back into work um, that the recovery college created an atmosphere for them to be at their best um and so we've it's really um wonderful to hear how how people have sort of benefited from coming to the college and i guess that as, as you say that they've taken that away with them and then gone on to mm -hmm. bigger and better things you know as you say into employment or be, or you know perhaps independent living things like that absolutely and and one of the um 
most wonderful things to hear is when we so we review um, students' journey at the end of every term and it's absolutely wonderful when people say to us we're not going to be returning next term because actually I've got so many other things in my life now mm. um, that I, I haven't got room for it and moving on to other things. What more do you think Leanne can be done in wider society to support people with mental illnesses because as we all know this is a hidden illness and it's real and it happens to so many people but it's very rarely talked about and uh, you know I said at the beginning I don't offer any apology for revisiting the subject yet again Um, but it seems to be such a taboo subject particularly with us chaps but you know what more do you think could be done either from a government level or a local authority level or within the NHS um, to support people further? Um, I think it's a really good question. There'll be many different answers to that question, I guess, depending on who you ask. Certainly from our perspective within the college, listening plays a big role in um, in, in sort of helping people and, and moving forward with, with difficulties and challenges that we face in life. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's a skill that can be practised by many within communities. So I think we all have power to help each other um, as well as, as, as the... Um, formal structures that stand to to support people Mm. with challenges that they face throughout their life. How did you get involved with the college, Leanne? Um, well, I've, I've worked in mental health and, and social care for about 13 years now, and I, I joined this trust about five years ago and um, got to know about the college and was just immediately drawn to it. Um, the principles of the college fit very much with my own values and um, it, it doesn't feel uh, much like work. It's, it's really a joy to do the things that we do. Yeah, it's almost a vocational thing. And, you know, Absolutely. I mean, I mean what, what motivates you to come into work each day? Um, oh, gosh, uh, just everything about the college. So just everything that it stands for, um, the connection and, and contact that we have with people and get to sort of see them achieving their p- potential and, and seeing people's confidence rise as well is, mm. is um, a wonderful thing to see. Now, tell me about the Recovery College Hub, because that's something a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, so the Recovery College Hub is part of our website and it's a digital mental health recovery, health and wellbeing resource library. Um, we were given some funding by Health Education England and so we co-produced it with students and volunteers at the college and there's a wealth of helpful resources um, under headings such as improving my physical health, um, managing and improving my mental health, staying safe, accessing help and social activities in my local area and you can search in a variety of different ways depending on what's your preferred media so there's videos podcasts apps uh, and much more on there and i assume that you know not not everybody has access to the internet or an internet enabled phone or perhaps their phone's a bit rubbish and again people could get in touch with you by telephone as you alluded to earlier on just go through your contact details again if you will Absolutely. So you can visit us at our website, which is www.therecoverycollege.co.uk. So you can find up-to-date information on all of our courses and how to get in touch with us and and our enrolment form. Or you can give us a call on 0121 543 4061 and our friendly admin team will be able to talk you through any questions that you might have. Lovely. So that's 0121 543 4061 and we just go to the recoverycollege.co.uk Lovely. Leanne Howe, Deputy Recovery College Principal, thank you very much for talking to Friday Night Live.
That is your lot for this episode. You can catch the programme live every Friday night on Black Country Radio from 8pm. If you like our podcast, please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you very soon. This is a Black Country Radio podcast presented by Clive Payne and produced by Andy Caddick.